0: Welcome to Practical Wisdom, a weekly podcast about ancient Greco-Roman philosophy. I'm your host, Massimo Piliucci. Today's reading is from Aristotle, Nicomachean Ethics, 1.5. In this section, Aristotle presents what he sees as the three fundamental kinds of happy life that a human being can aspire to, reserving an in-depth analysis of two of them for later on in the book. Quote, On the basis of the lives they lead, the many seem to suppose, not unreasonably, that the good and happiness are pleasure, and thus they cherish the life of enjoyment. The especially prominent ways of life are three, the one just mentioned, the political, and third, the contemplative. The refined and active choose honor, for this is pretty much the end of the political life. But it appears to be more superficial than what is being sought. For honor seems to reside more with those who bestow it than with him who receives it. And we divine that the good is something of one's own and a thing not easily taken away. Third is the contemplative life, about which we will make an investigation in what will follow. The money-making life is characterized by a certain constraint, and it is clear that wealth is not the good being sought, for it is a useful thing and for the sake of something else. Thus, Someone might suppose that the previously mentioned things are ends to a greater degree than his money, for at least they are cherished for their own sakes. Aristotle thinks that there are three ways for a human being to live a fulfilling life. Cultivating pleasure, engaging in political activities, or choosing contemplation. While the first one is pretty obvious, the latter two may seem like rather odd entries in the list. So let's see what is it exactly that Aristotle means politics, in ancient philosophy, doesn't mean partisanship. Aristotle is not talking about joining a political party or running for office, though both of those things are specific ways in which one can indeed be political. The word politics comes from the Greek polis, which simply means society. Aristotle famously said that human beings are a political animal, by which he meant highly social. This is something that modern scientists, from primatologists to comparative anthropologists, readily agree on. To be political, then, simply means to actively participate in the life of the polis. Running for office is certainly one way to do that, but not the only one. The third kind of good life, according to Aristotle, is one of contemplation. You may think that this is just professional bias. After all, that's what philosophers are supposed to be doing. But Aristotle derives this conclusion from an interesting piece of reasoning. Human beings are not only political animals, but also rational ones. Reason is, in his opinion, the highest possible characteristic of a living being. And the most noble activity, again according to Aristotle, in which our mind can engage is contemplation, that is, reflecting on the nature of the universe itself. When we do that, Aristotle says, we're closest to God. And that's why contemplation is the best life possible for a human being. In a sense, Aristotle doesn't just provide us with a classification of the different kinds of human life. He also gives us an ordering of those types of life, from the least to the most choice-worthy. Since a life of pleasure is the one, we're told, selected by the many, it is the least choice-worthy. Aristotle was a bit of an aristocratic snob, after all. Then he tells us that the refined and active choose a political life because they seek honor. This puts politics above pleasure in the rankings but still that choice is not without problems for instance Aristotle tells us that honor resides primarily with those who bestow it not so much with those who receive it and since he is convinced that the choice of a good life should be up to us not to others it follows that seeking honor is not the best path available in the section we're discussing today Aristotle doesn't really talk much about the one he considers the best choice the life of contemplation. That's because he will do so later on in the Nicomachean ethics, so we'll wait a bit. Finally, please note Aristotle's comment on the pursuit of money. He doesn't seem to have a problem with that as such, but he reminds his readers that money is never sought for its own sake, but always as a means to something else, be that pleasure, political power, or the financial independence needed to engage in sustained contemplation. Money, therefore, Cannot provide happiness in a much deeper sense than is usually meant by that phrase. Thank you for listening to Practical Wisdom. We will return next week, fate permitting.